Since Buffalo Wild Wings is always open late, here are a few things you'll enjoy. Buzzer beaters, wings in 21 signature sauces and seasonings, and great deals on food and beer. Grab select domestic draft beers starting at $4. $4 shareables like street tacos, fried pickles, chili queso dip, mozzarella sticks, and roasted garlic mushrooms, and deals on select liquor and house cocktails. Phew, that's a mouthful. Catch all of the late night action. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Offers and participation vary. Please drink responsibly. Void where prohibited. Blog Talk Radio. On tonight's episode of Confession Sessions, Kanye West confirms he's coming out with a philosophy book. Nicki Minaj has new music and tells us that Dia won her interviews. And black men were arrested at Starbucks due to racial profiling. What's good, you guys? It's your host, Angel Van And I'm your host, John Ocello, and you are listening to the one and the only. Confession. What's up, y'all? Hey, 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 hey. What you doing? How you doing, Jen? What's been going on with you, man? <sighs> Lord, a lot, child. Tired. Exhale, exhale, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, work and more work and more fucking work and school and, you know, trying to be young. I went to, um, Chris, his god sister, she got married yesterday, so, you know, it was a really cute open bar, and I just got a little too drunk, so now I'm paying for it today. Knowing I had to fucking work in the morning, I don't know why I (laughs) chose to do the most and drink, and I should have just relaxed, but, you know, it's all good, you know, because I'm going to sleep good as hell tonight. I'm finished with my homework for the week. I ain't got shit to worry about. I'm just okay. gonna take my black ass to bed after the show. <laughs> How about you? How are you doing? How's your week? I know we haven't talked, you know. I know. So I have busy living lives, but everything's okay. been fine. Um, this the week went really, really quick for me as far as work goes because I was consistently busy the entire week. Um, tomorrow I have an appointment, so I'm super happy about that. Is going into details with the twins and all of that stuff. So, you know, making sure everything is flowing and they're growing correctly. So that's good. Oh, and good. unfortunately, um, I had a funeral that I went to yesterday. It was really sad. Um, and just, it made me think about life and, you know, how we take a lot of things for granted, especially like those who we, you know, our spouses, you know, it, it's really difficult when you've been with somebody for so long and then they pass away. So, just share what you got, you know, everyone, and, and just love the person that you're with because they could be gone tomorrow, honestly, and that's real. And I've seen it, and I'm like, just was heartbroken yesterday. So, yeah, other than that, everything else has been pretty smooth. Um, five months, y'all, so it's, time is winding down. <laughs> oh, three more months. I'm so happy for y'all. I know. It's crazy. And I'm sorry for your loss. Um, Thank you. Damn, you know, that really hurts me that you all are going through that. I know it's tough, you know, losing people. Anytime you lose yeah. it up, you know, someone in your life, so. Well, I appreciate that. Well, guys, we're going to go ahead and start getting into those hot topics. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, and, of course, this podcast from Blog Talk. Send us those confessions at confessions at number two, us at gmail.com. And don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. Tag us in that drama. Jean, why don't you go ahead and hit them with that confession question of the day? 
Of course. Confession question. Confession question. What are your thoughts of the pregnant fiance husband uh, cheating trend going on in Hollywood? And why do you think it continues to happen when they know the consequences? Again, what are your thoughts of the pregnant fiance husband cheating trend going on in Hollywood? And why do you think it continues to happen when these men know the consequences? And let's get into those confessionals, Miss Angel Vandrina. All right, y'all. So according to the Washington Post, Starbucks has now apologized after an employee called the police on black men waiting at a table. Starbucks, they apologized Saturday to two black men arrested at a Philadelphia store in an incident that led to accusations of racial profiling by the company and the police. Cell phone videos captured the tenth moment Thursday afternoon when at least six Philadelphia Police Department officers stood over two black men asking them to leave. A man named Andrew Yaf arrived at the arrived, excuse me, I believe his name is Yaf. I'm just gonna call him Yaf. Um, Andrew Yaf arrives to tell the police that the two men are waiting for him. The officer says that they were not complying and they were being arrested for, tra- for trespassing. Excuse me. Um, why would they be asked to leave, Andrew says. Does anyone else think this is ridiculous? He asked people that was nearby. It's absolutely discrimination, Andrew added. Um, the two unidentified men are taken out in handcuffs soon after, and they were released early Friday with no charges filed against them. One of the videos of the arrest rocketed across social media with 4.5 million views by Saturday evening. Lauren Wimmer, the attorney for the two men, told the Washington Post that her clients told a Starbucks employee that they were waiting for Andrew shortly after a white female employee called the police. Wimmer said um, that Andrew, he runs a real estate development firm, and that the two men, they were there to discuss business investment opportunities with him. The two men, whom she declined to identify, were taken to the police station, fingerprinted, and photographed. One officer suggested that they face charges for defiant trespassing. Um, they were held for nearly nine hours before they were released. And we were also mentioned that the prosecutors said that they were not pursuing charges. Now, a man named Benjamin Waxman, who is a spokesman for the Philadelphia District Attorney, Larry Kranzner, said that the office just, uh, decided that there wasn't sufficient evidence to charge the men with a crime. Um, and then in a statement on Twitter, Starbucks apologized to the two men and said that they were disappointed that this led to an arrest. Um, overall, Starbucks officials acknowledge that the incident is at odds with what many people have done in the past without drawing suspicion or a cause to the police. Um, and their attorney, Wimmer, she said she spent a good portion of her time in law school in Starbucks without buying much and never had a problem as a white female. So the incident is clearly about race. And she also suggested that they do an experiment. Go to the Starbucks and assess the demographics of people sitting there. So, in other words, two black men were arrested at a Starbucks for not buying anything. Jen, what's your thoughts? Of course, absolutely fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah. Nice. I am shocked because I, I just feel like it happens so much for people meet at Starbucks and don't buy a damn thing. Like, I, mm-hmm. I I feel like that's just like a meeting place, you know, if you want to get out of your house and you want to discuss business or whatever. So, I mean, I, I feel like obviously the only reason why it was noted and pointed out that these men did not buy anything in the establishment and it made 
you know, this white woman uncomfortable, obviously, was because they were black. Because literally, I see it all the time. People, they'll come in, not buy a damn thing, use the Wi-Fi, sit up on their damn laptop, discuss yep. business, do homework, and be in that motherfucker all day. You know, and it's not an issue, you know, if they look like a certain person. Now, I'm not surprised by the lawyer saying that. Like, it's, it's just absolutely ridiculous. And exactly. I just feel like they have to stop giving so much power to people clearly that, you know, I'm not going to say, like, dumb, but it's just, like, why are you listening to a girl who's probably mad as fuck that she has to make lattes all fucking day about somebody being <laughs> suspicious because they're literally sitting down? And they it's didn't not even like, look suspicious like, either. They didn't even look like, I, mean, I, mean, I don't even know what suspicious, well, I do know what suspicious look like, but they didn't even look suspicious. Like, they didn't have any, like, low hats on, no hoods on. They wasn't, like, looking trashy or bumish or, like, they look like Two men that may have wanted some coffee. Like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. I mean, it was clearly, you know, racist bullshit. And, you know, that young lady, she definitely should be fired. And um, oh, yeah. Starbucks can have to do more than, you know, just apologize. Like, this is the mm-hmm. time to where you can't oh, yeah. do shit like that. You know, Somebody, you gotta... I don't know if it's the president or the, the – yeah, I think it is the president. He actually said that he wanted to meet with the two men who were arrested. So we'll see what that, what comes about of that. Well, that's good. That's good that they are coming forward and, you know, not accepting that. But, yeah, that's out of order. Like, what would make somebody just be like, well, I mean, what, like, somebody's going to rob Starbucks, really? Like, well, come on. Like, still, <laughs> Like, give me all the coffee you got. Like, right. Unload all the chocolate chip cookies. Put it all in the bag. <laughs> Put it all in the bag. You know, it ain't got no damn cash in it. They probably got, what, $300 in that damn... Uh, <laughs> right. Bitch, give me your tip. Give me this dollar and 25 cents. Like, just idiots. Like, come on. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But anyway, I'm not surprised either. I'm just disgusted that this did lead to an arrest. Like, really, 60 y'all is going to come up in your body, body, point gun. Some of them, you need me to get up and leave. Like, get out of here. This is ridiculous. And then the white guy, who is Andrew, Andrew, y'all, he's a white man. He's just like, they came up here to, you know, meet me. Does anybody else not think this is discrimination? You know, he's talking and what everybody else doing. They know it's wrong. They ain't saying shit. That's crazy. But, you know, hopefully um, Wimmer, their their lawyer, their attorney, she gets them paid because this is crazy. Yeah. Nine hours of my life. You said what? I said nine hours of my life wasted in jail yeah. for no reason at all. For no reason. For no reason because you're sitting at Starbucks waiting for somebody else. Like, right. To talk about an investment opportunity. Like, are you serious? Something that bitch calling the police will never know about. She's going to still be making cafe mochas and frappuccinos for the rest of her life. <laughs> whore. Like, ugh. <laughs> right. Well, all right, y'all. Speaking of horror, no, I'm just kidding. We're going to go ahead and move on to the next one. Oh. <laughs> I don't agree with that last statement, Miss Andrew Fondrina. But Nicki Minaj and Miko Quavo have squashed their beef over her birth on the Rap Trio's top 10 hit, Motorsport. On Thursday, Minaj sat down with Beast One Radio for an interview where she finally addressed the long-term feud with Cardi B and why there was a bit of black 
bad blood between her and Quavo over Motorsport, which features the two female rappers trading verses. Speaking of Beats ones, Zane Lowe Minaj expressed her unhappiness with how Quavo handled speculation, um, speculation that Minaj wasn't aware that Cardi would be featured on the track. With Motorsport, I kind of felt ambushed, Minaj said. At the time, I went on Twitter and explained how Motorsport came about, and people were saying that I was lying. So I texted Quavo, and I said, hey, could you back me up on this? Because I don't want people to think I'm lying. What do I have to lie about? And he didn't back me up. She continued. He texted me. He was like, I will go on Twitter and back you up if you and my girl, LOL. And that hurt because he's somebody I love. Um, it hurt my feelings to know that people will watch me be slaughtered. And not one person will step in to say the truth. They'll allow people to run with the lie because it's entertaining to make Nikki seem like the bad guy. She continued. He texted me. He was like, I will go on Twitter and back you up. If, oh, sorry. Since then, Quavo has reached out to Minaj to smooth things over. He apologized. Uh, Minaj tweeted uh, Friday, y'all can stop torturing him now. The generous queen forgives. When he told me y'all were t- um, doing in them comments, I fell the fuck out. Love you guys, though, for life. Also, Miss Nicki Minaj, she had the <laughs> <laughs> um, two songs that recently dropped, Barbie Things and Chun-Li. Barbie Things is like a more, you know, upbeat, Kind of like throwback to Chantel, um, what's her name, Roxanne Chante kind of vibes. And it, it honestly sounds like old Nikki. And then she has Chun-Li, who uh, references a, a Street Fighter character. I think she's the only female Street Fighter character. Um, and she was saying how, you know, she's been popping. People see her as the bad guy. But um, what did you think about her new music? And were you able to um, watch the Beast Boy interview at all? Okay, so, no, I didn't watch the interview. Um, two, I heard a little bit of um, the first song that you said. I forget what Barbie it's City. called. Yeah, Barbie Team, yeah. I heard a little bit of that. I didn't really, I wasn't really feeling it, like, after, I don't know, like a minute. But um, Chung Lee, like, that's, that's my shit. So, <laughs> um, I love that song. So I be playing it all the time, and I'm like, they need rappers like me. What? Okay. Anyways. Um, no, but Quavo, it's, it's, it's like a, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, Quavo's bogus for not backing her up, talking, you know, playing those games, especially if, you know, that she, you know what I'm saying? There should be somebody if, if you know the truth, be honest about it, you know. Um, but now she knows. You know, you can't expect everybody to drop what they're doing and help you out because people don't care about you, for real. Um, it was overall good, though, that he came back and he apologized. But what was the lie? I think that I think I discussed it with my husband. We were saying, um, I think this is what we were talking about, but something like how she how she pulled back her verse and got a different verse um, once she heard Cardi B's verse. Is that what the lie was about? Or Yeah. It was made to seem like she felt like Cardi B went up to her and that she wanted to throw some kind of shot against Cardi B on the track, and um, that just wasn't the case. Like, I think so like, the case. The first, the, um, she referenced Cardi B. Like, she said Cardi in the in the verse, and um, I guess Nicki Minaj did not want – I mean, Cardi B did not want Nicki Minaj mentioning her name, like actually saying oh, wow. Cardi the track, yeah, and so that's when she went back and redid it and left Cardi off. But um, she made it seem like in an interview. But why did she like, redo she the whole kept... entire verse just 
just to I don't know if she did off. the whole entire verse. I just know that it was like whatever. It might have been a line. But um, and she just felt like Cardi B has never really respected her. It's her being like, you know, a vet in the game, especially another, you know, black woman, black female rapper, you know, at the top. I just feel like, you know. Jen, like I'm not even trying to be like whatever, but I feel like this is, you know, kind of like karma a little bit because Nicki Minaj is doing the exact same thing to Little Kim. You know, back but in the day. Lil' Kim was antagonistic, you know, in the beginning. Lil' Kim was not, she was not welcoming to Nicki Minaj. And I don't know if it was the And same. you think that Nicki Minaj was welcoming to Cardi, Cardi B? B? I, mean, I don't know if Nicki Minaj, you know, was accepted to Cardi B. And that's probably why she feels that way. Because to me, Cardi B does not seem like that kind of person to where she wants problems, but at the same time, she's not opposed right. to having a problem with your ass. Right. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, it's interesting. And, you know, Nicki Minaj, she doesn't seem like she's, she doesn't seem like a girl's girl. Like, she doesn't seem like she's, like, open to hanging out with, you know, with new women. And, you know, she may, she seems mm-hmm. like one of those women that people are her lane, she's going to always view as competition. So, um, mm-hmm. I mean, has she embraced any? Rapper, she, I know. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. She was talking about, like, Malibu Mitch, who I love. Malibu Mitch is so fucking dope. She was talking about um, China Doll. And um, And that's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying, like, she's getting upset. You know, Cardi B is popping right now. It would be really good for both of them to collab and be serious about the shit and really put in, like, some no shade throwing ass shit. Every time you hear some shit from them, they all, it sounds like every damn song, well, not really much so Cardi B, but it really do sound like a lot of the songs that Nicki Minaj is doing. It is a little bit of shade. Like, you hear the shade, and that's just my opinion. You know, you know, maybe people they think take it other ways, but I'm just like, really? Like, I don't know. I, I just feel like maybe she's getting a little taste of her own medicine. Like, she's not the youngest no more. She's still beastie as fuck. You know, we still love her. We still listen to her music. But now Cardi B is popping, and she's like, damn, that used to be me. You know, I mean, I'm still popping, but, like, you know, nobody was, you know, in front of me, and now she's seeing this competition. She's like, damn, it's time to really get to work. You know what I'm right. saying? So, so, but that's good, though. That's a good thing, because it's like, okay, we pushing you. Now, now this is going to give you that push that you need to really get that fire and that passion that you had before, you know. And not saying that her music is whack or anything like that, but we – Hadn't heard for a while, like, some real, you know, dope-ass music, some old bars yeah. from Nicki Minaj, you and, know. And I agree, like, this, this is the first time in a long time where I really have been excited for Nicki Minaj's yeah. music, you know, because I, I want to say both tracks were lit. You know, I fuck with Barbie Tings more, but I know, like, the niggas, you know, and people that actually, like, are, like, like rap rap were a bunch of Um Yes, but, yes. I mean, I, I feel like it sounds like the old Nicki. Like, it's just what everybody's been saying. Like, you got to rap. Like, we tired of this lazy flow, this, you know, keeping <laughs> yeah. the same thing over it. Like, <laughs> I come with a couple of bad bitches that ripped the body. <laughs> right. Like, I, I think Cardi, like, lit a fire up on her ass. Like, I got oh, to yeah. work. You know? So, because um, oh, yeah. these lit. I'm, I'm not going to lie. These two tracks was lit. The Breakfast Club mm-hmm. was definitely throwing day, And I felt like, they just really love Cardi. Like they just really love and I feel like they support Cardi B because they see where she came from and where she's going. But that that is out of order. They need to stop that bullshit because especially Charlemagne. 
Like, you know, he, yeah. he would just be like, you know, ooh, like, I wasn't really, they you know. But, like it was just like, they were like, yeah, like, I mean, uh, whatever. But it wasn't oh, yeah. no bangers. And I'm like, clearly both of them are bangers. Like, yeah, you DJ Envy was not feeling that at all. Yeah. And I'm like, if, in my opinion, I don't stand for nobody. I like Party. I like Nikki, But I give credit where it's due. Like, both of them songs yeah. was lit as fuck. Like, both of them. Like, you can't hate on it. Like, if Barbie Teens came on in the club, like, niggas was going to be going the fuck off to that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for real. I'm going to listen to it. You said you are about to? I said I'm going to have to listen to the whole song. Like, I said, I only oh, listen yeah. to, like, a minute of it. Yeah, you got you got to. Listen to it. it's, it's lit as fuck. Like it's lit as fuck, especially with a couple drinks that shit come on, and you know motherfuckers <laughs> already know the lyrics to it. Shit. Like, uh-huh. But yeah. All right, y'all. Well, that was a hot topic. So we're gonna go ahead and move on to um, the next one. Okay, guys, so according to the Shade Room, roommates, we all know Kanye West takes pride in being more than just an entertainer. In fact, it looks like the next challenge he'll be tackling is writing a book titled Break the Stimulation. Um, In an interview with that Hollywood reporter, Yeezy confirmed that he's been working on a book centered around philosophy and society's current trend obsession. In the interview, Kanye said, um, I've got a concept about photo- photographs, about humans being obsessed with photographs, because it takes you out of the now and transports you into the past or transports you into the future. It can be used to document, but a lot of times it overtakes people. Um, he also added, a designer told me that my wife was a master of light and I was a master of time. Now, we all know Kanye West, he can get real deep with his thoughts, but to write an entire book about philosophy that's pretty gusty, roommates. Are you going to be buying his books, Jen? No. You know, I mean, <laughs> at the same time, like, I, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I do. And then when he explains it, you know, you're like, oh, my God, that's kind of, like, deep. Like, you know, so, I mean, maybe I want to hear what other people that I know aren't biased and aren't haters and just going to throw shade because it's Kanye, you know, that read the book or get the book and what they say. And if it's something that really does sound, like, interesting because, I mean, Kanye West is Kanye West. Like, you know, what mm-hmm. got you to this, this position, this level, you know, to me would be interesting, you know. What, what, how are your views different than mine? And, and mm-hmm. how may that help me, you know, entertainment and, you know, wanting to move forward? So, I mean, it, it may it may be interesting, it may be dope, but at the same time, it's just, like, really philosophy. Like, are we... Are we ready to say Kanye is a genius? I I don't know. Really <laughs> I don't know. Well, you Jim and I are like, doing big things. Jim and I are doing big things lately. Becoming president, writing philosophy books now. Like really, what's happening? They trying to take on over. Are you gonna read the book? I don't know. I don't want to say no because. Um, you know, once the twins get here and be home for a few months, I am going to have a lot of time on my hands. School is going to be over. So I'm definitely going to be, like, getting to, you know, whenever I do have time, when the kids are sleeping, after I get some sleep and wake up, you know, if I ever have peace and quiet to myself, then, yeah, I won't mind, um, you know, reading a book or two. And if it's a good book or if I hear nice 
um, you know, reviews on it, then yeah, I might pick it up and read it. Like you said, to see the differences between, um, you know, his views and everybody else's views would be, you know, something that I'm curious about. Um, but I'm a weirdo like that, so. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. But Kanye West also, oh, you know, he has a lot of time on his hands, so it's just like he probably, you know, smoke a blunt or two and just be like, you know. Yeah, I just really know this like, is what's what going on. What is his whole thought process? Because he just seems like checked out, you know. So Dude, well, I'm wanna... telling you, he probably this is exactly what he probably do. He probably get high as hell and record himself. Watch that shit the next day and write all that dumb ass shit down and actually like really be like paying attention and like that shit be making sense. Like he like, damn, I was thinking about this shit when I was fucked up. Like, damn, this shit makes a whole lot of sense right now. <laughs> so so mm-hmm. but anyways, Jen, if there's nothing else that you have to add, we'll go ahead and move on to that next topic. The last yeah, topic. Let's move on to the last topic, honey. All right. All right, you guys, according to MSNBC, the missile strike launched in response to Syria's alleged, alleged chemical weapons attack on its own citizens sent a strong message to Syria, Russia, to Iran. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders said the airstrike con- conducted by the U.S., Britain, and France succeeded. Sanders told ABC News chief anchor George Stephanopoulos on this week's Sunday. They 100% met their objective. Uh, Sanders continued, they went out to destroy critical infrastructure in Syria, and they did exactly that. And they also sent a strong message to Syria, to Russia, to Iran, that when this president has a red line, he will enforce it. She said, referring to the administration's red line against use of chemical weapons. As by Stephanopoulos and President Donald Trump planned to act on his earlier announcement to end the U.S. presence in Syria, Sanders said, the United States has three objectives in Syria, defeating ISIS, containing Iran, and ending the use of chemical weapons. We have to stop the spread and the use of mass chemical weapons, she said. Trump, in announcing the airstrike on Friday night, said Iran and Russia backers of Syrian President Bashar al-Assad are the two governments most responsible for supporting, equipping, and financing the criminal Assad regiment. Uh, what kind of nation wants to be associated with the mass murder of innocent men, women, and children, the president said. Uh, Syrian soldiers inspect the wreckage of a building described as part of the Scientific Studies and Research Center, compound in Barzay, north of Damascus, during a press tour organized by the Syrian Information Ministry. And this is on April 14th. Russia and Syria have both denied any use of chemical weapons by the Assad government in the country's civil war. But a report released by the White House on Saturday, hours after the missile attack on Syria, said the United States assesses with confidence that the Syrian regiment, women and children, are severely injuring hundreds more. Trump tweeted Saturday night that the strike was perfectly executed, proclaiming mission accomplished. Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Joseph Dunford, said in a Pentagon briefing with Defense Secretary James Mattis that the strike hit and destroyed three targets that were specifically associated with the Syrian regiment's chemical weapons program. The three targets were a scientific research center near the capital, a chemical weapons storage facility, and a chemical weapons equipment storage facility. How do you feel about, you know, our president? Uh, well... You know, the president is, you know, anyway, um, <laughs> this is a sad situation, what happened to all those innocent individuals that passed away due to 
um, just this dangerous situation, you know, not have anywhere to go, a chemical weapon, you know, just wiping out. That's some scary shit. You know, that's that's stuff that you see on, you know, TV or, you know, we see people that, oh, yeah, they gas the air and a whole bunch of people dead. That's not something that you actually think is going to happen in real life, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm, I feel real bad for those people. Now, is Donald Trump saying, in other words, that, you know, he wants to ban our chemical weapons because he doesn't want to be associated with a country that kills his own citizens. So he's going into a strike with Syria, Russia, and Iran because they all have chemical weapons and he doesn't want that. He don't want to be associated with that. I guess. You know, I'm kind of confused by it, by, by the whole situation. You know, I don't like Trump. So <laughs> kind of weird. But at the same time, it's just like, I mean, are we meddling or, I mean, is this, I, I feel no. like it is important to, <laughs> for other countries to not have, you know, chemical weapons, you know, weapons of mass destruction. Um, and if there has been proof and we're not the only country that's trying to put a stop to this, then, you know, yes, but at the same time, it's just like, I don't know, you know, his reasoning's behind, whatever. And the fact that, you know, he was able to turn up against Russia, you Behind this, I don't know. You know what what this means. Right. Are we gonna find out information? <laughs> right, Between especially with everything that he got going on. Right. So I don't know, child. It it is scary. You know, when I found out about it, I was just like, damn. Like we stay in somebody else's shit, but at the same time, I I, yeah, I don't want motherfuckers gathering web chemical warfare weapons. You know, exactly. That's yeah. Kill us for hundreds of years, like you know, and it's so not necessary, anyways. Once this, yeah, I just feel like Donald Trump needs to be passionate about. Let out one of these psycho ass weapons, like we just all done, like nobody's going to survive. Yeah, is it really worth? Is it really we're done? And is it (laughs) worth it? Like, it's scary. It is scary, and I feel like Donald Trump, he should have the same passion that he's having with all of these people, about these weapons that these kids are using to shoot at these damn schools. You know, like, how are you going to be pro-certain weapons but not pro-other ones? Like, come on. Like, that don't make, that's crazy to me. But once again, like you said, if this these chemical weapons get into the wrong hands, we are all doomed. So, yeah, that would be pretty bad. All right, Jen, do you have anything else to add to uh, this topic about your president in Syria? Uh, he's definitely never will be my president, <laughs> so we can't move on. All right, y'all. We're going to go ahead and get into that confession question of the day. Okay, so what are your thoughts on the whole, you know, like pregnant woman fiance or husband cheating trend that's going on in the Hollywood world. And why do you think it continues to happen knowing the consequence? So for y'all out there who may be a bit confused about my question, just it's so many men out there and, you know, we're hearing every other week, every other month, this man is having an affair on his wife. You know, he's out there cheating and then you see, or his fiance, you see the shit, they got video footage. And it and we all find out about it. Why do you think it continues to happen and they know the consequence behind it? But also, 
even going into a little, I want to go into that a little bit deeper. What are the consequences? <laughs> There's a trend going on there as well. Jen, what are your thoughts on this question? Why do you think men keep cheating? I mean, I, I just think men just don't, you know, they don't believe, you know, that it's ever going to go to that that extreme to where, you know, either that spouse is not going to leave them or they're never going to get caught or, you know, whatever the reason is. They're just not thinking, you know, with their brains. So, um, but as far as with this whole trend, I don't know why, you know, these huge celebrities want to decide to cheat on their wives in that most vulnerable moment. You know, she's pregnant, yeah. I'm sure insecure, dealing with a lot of shit, and then you want to go out because, you know, she is looking a little different and <laughs> do your dirt. Like, I, you know, I just feel like it's just, it's wrong. Like, it's fucked up. Um, are you speaking specifically of, like, what's his name, Khloe Kardashian? And yeah, Tristan. Okay, Tristan Thomas or Thompson. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I mean, I don't know, but how you get him is how you lose him. I mean, yep. did he, did he leave? Didn't he leave that girl Jordy, who's fucking mm-hmm. gorgeous, and she always wears the most mm-hmm. amazing clothes while she was pregnant? You know, so mm-hmm. um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I hope if it's real, they can get past it. But I mean, it's just out of order, you know. Yeah. In my opinion, um, and I do think the consequences of that is the, a divorce and a life without a child, you know, that you may not even have the comforts of growing up with and, or, or them growing up in a home with you because you want to fuck up while, you know, your wife is trying to, you know, start a life, a new life for all of you. So, but um, what do you think? What is your reasoning behind it? Um. I think, like you said, they they looking different. They're vulnerable. Um, I think it's BS. <laughs> you know, I'm a pregnant woman myself right now, so you know, I'm hoping that you know I don't have to go through this type of stuff. Thankfully, my husband's not Hollywood, um, but it doesn't matter, guys. It doesn't matter. No, um, I think the trend sucks because what are the consequences? Jim mentioned the consequences have you know is divorce, but Who's gotten divorced? Nobody's gotten divorced. Nobody's broken up. The consequence, I feel like people, they're seeing all these dudes like, shit, yeah, I know it happened to Ken, but, uh, you know, I know it happened to, uh, you know, Offset. I see it happen to Tristan. Like, and the women are, you know, they're still staying with them. They're not, you know, they're seeing all of this. And so it's like, there are no consequences. You know, people, they're going to forgive because they want their family to work out and stuff. But I wonder... If a, if a woman was to do that, you know, how would the situation change? Because I feel like it would be dramatically different. Like, she'd be labeled as a hoe, you know, he definitely shouldn't get back with her and he probably won't. So it's just some BS. And then, you know, once the baby comes, they all going to get their snap back home. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and Chloe already had her baby. So she's like, yes, bitch, snapback is about to be real, real, the real deal, you know. So mm, no games, none. But anyways, Jen, um, yeah, yeah, I think the consequences should be, I don't really know what, like, because it's like, damn, you want your family to work out. I think, like, you know, you should, like, be given a pass to, like, cheat too. Like, well, <laughs> you 
you cheated on me. So, like, when I get that snap back, I'm cheating on you, too. I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> that would just be horrible. Two wrongs don't make it right. <laughs> Two wrongs don't make it right. Are you sure? Are you sure? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to go ahead and um, get into our last portion of the show. And that is to just kind of go into what we're confessing our love for this evening. So, Jean, why don't you go ahead and start us off? Of course, I'm confessing my love for, you know, Nicki Minaj's comeback, you know, Barbie things, especially. I've listened to that song literally 200 times. I'm so <laughs> proud of her. It just, it, you know, it just puts me in, you know, the old Nicki, and I'm excited for this album, and I hope that she does, you know, show people that she truly is the queen of hip-hop, and she's going to continue to grow, and hopefully her and Cardi can hash it out and, you know, and and be adults and, and both, right, you know, right. be black women in entertainment that's popping, continue to thrive. But, um, yeah, Barbie things is lit as fuck, so, I, I mean, I have to confess my love for that. What about you, Miss Angel Bondrina? I want to confess my love for people who are just able to, you know, walk away from situations that, you know, can cause you to just stress out. Like, okay, so pretty much earlier today, um, you know how you try and give somebody, like, some positive feedback or whatever like that. So one of my little cousins, she just was pretty much, you know, venting her love out on, venting her love out on um social media, and she was, you know, talking about making a certain person proud or whatever like that, and, like, I was like, you know, you should focus on making yourself proud, um, look how far you come, she's proud of you, and, like, she, like, goes the fuck off on me, like, you need to mind your motherfucking business, this is my child, I'm like, like, bro, come down, like, and, like, tell something, I'm sick and tired of motherfucking stolen stones, and I'm like, are you serious right now? <laughs> Like, so I was, like, really proud of myself for, like, not being, like, bitch, you must have um, ran out of crack. Like, let me help you out real quick. Because um, <laughs> clearly you're mad at me for no reason at all. And, like, Thompson, yeah, people are saying Thompson, I'm not there for this and that. Like, nobody said that at all. Like, you interpreted this whole thing. You seen what you wanted to see. <laughs> like, you're crazy. Right. So... And so, yeah, I just thought that was just horrible and a mess. And I was just like, yes, girl, get your shit together. Like, get it together. But I didn't respond, so I was really proud of myself because that's how you do it. You just, you know, be like, whatever. And, like, my mom actually told me, like, you know, all this stuff happened. So I was just like, are you serious? Like, well, she didn't tell me it happened. She was just like, you seen that post? I was going to see the shit anyways. You know, once I hopped on, I was just busy all day. So, yes. Yeah. Confess my love for those who know how to walk away from crazy people. Okay? Just walk <laughs> away, baby. Just walk away. All right, y'all. Well, good for you being the bigger person. I know, because, you know, it ain't easy being breezy. You know what I'm saying? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. That is it for us this evening. Thank you all so much for listening to our show. You can expect to hear from us next Sunday, April 22nd at the same time, 6.30 Central, 
7.30 Eastern. And we want to hear from you. So don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. Tag us in that drama. Send us your emails at confessionsofnumber2us at gmail.com. And love us, guys. Love us. <laughs> this is your host, Angel Andrina. And I'm your host, General Melo, and you're listening to the one and the only confession. Good night, babe. Good night, janitor. <laughs> Sometimes deer like to jaywalk. Or a basketball forgets to look both ways before bouncing across the street. Will your tires make every stop? Compare wet braking distance at michelinman.com slash performance. The new two-for-four mix-and-match breakfast at Hardy's means you get two of our breakfast favorites for $4. Choose from the Frisco breakfast sandwich on buttery toasted sourdough or made-from-scratch biscuit sandwiches like the sausage and egg biscuit or the bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. And 244 isn't some kind of secret code to get the deal. Just two sandwiches for four bills. No password. So go hard at the Hardy's with the new two-for-four-dollar mix-and-match breakfast. For a limited time, participating restaurants, tax not included.